Welcome to Bub Club, a horror movie podcast. In today's episode, we're going to play a game called Poorly Described Horror Movies. Then we'll give to you our top three favorite occult horror. Today is episode 14, and we are your hosts. I'm Brandon. I'm Lindsay. I'm Melanie. And I'm Josh. Hey, a few episodes ago, we were talking about the Stand remake. Oh, yeah. And Josh had never seen the original one, and we all decided to start watching it together as a group, as a podcast, in preparation of the new one. So we did watch the first episode. I'm kind of curious on what everybody has think, thought about it so far, but mainly Josh, just because he had never seen it before. Yeah, I like it so far. I mean, there's a few, like, campy things about it it was the 90s josh it's fun you know (laughs) and uh i i do enjoy it so far i'll have to wait till i see more i i'd say before i give like a a full review but i think it's it's promising and uh after the first episode i am excited to to see the rest of it you know there's a couple things it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, I, re- I remember loving The Stand, like, when it That's was coming out. Yeah. And I thought that when we watched it, I'm like, oh, it's probably... I mean, and there's going to be some bad parts as it goes along, because I do yeah. remember some really... We didn't like the end. No, yeah. But I, I do like watching it again, because it's, like, the nostalgia. Yeah. It. You know, I'm starting yeah. to remember things like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And it, it's funny, because there are scenes in it that I remember frightened me that I'm like, oh, this is not so bad. Yeah. The beginning scene, most of all, like where it shows like all the people on the military base dead. I laughed at that scene this time because people are in um, rather curious position. poses if they're dead. Like one guy's <laughs> reaching for the door. Yeah. He's just where, like frozen in time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when you die, you lo- your, your like muscles give way, right? Yeah. <laughs> And you slump over. You might as well have a guy about to take a bite of a hamburger or That'd something. <laughs> I remember being scared because I was a germaphobe. And oh, like yeah. that really bothered me. I was, I was you know, oh, yeah. washing my hands extra after watching it. Yeah, you know, when I was younger too, watching, I, what were we? Because this came out, what, 94? So I think I was like 11 when it came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. It, this was my first like real celebrity crush on, on Gary Sinise. Oh, really? Yeah, for some reason, like him. Not the, Rob Lowe. No, huh? not Rob Lowe, but for some yeah. reason, it, him in like that scene where he's running around in his sweatpants and a white t shirt. I did it for me. <laughs> did it for and, you? and the weird thing is, is like as I grew older, I always was like, had a crush on like guys wearing just like white t shirts and like baby slacks. And I was like, I wonder if Gary Sinise started this whole white t shirt thing. <laughs> you know what I'm wearing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I, I, I think I had a crush on Rob Lowe, the deaf guy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's a beautiful man. I, I still have a crush on yeah. Rob Lowe. Come on. <laughs> so I think what we'll do is after we watch both, we'll give you a spotlight slash comparison. So that'll be fun. All right, on to our horror babble. So Lindsay actually turned me on to this episodes ago. Um, it's called... Oh, my notes don't, I don't think has the, it just says darkness 80s horror movie doc. <laughs> I think it's called Into the Darkness. It's on Shudder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe you could fact check me here, Lens. Um, I could give you the proper name. Uh, so what it is, is it's, it's a documentary about 80s horror movies. 
And it goes through every single year from 1980. Go ahead. In Search of Darkness. In Search of Darkness. Okay. Every single year from 1980 to 1989. And it goes through some of the most iconic movies of that year. It sounds like a lot, right? It sounds like a whole, like you're going through what, 10 years? Yeah. Of a, a whole bunch of movies the, that came out biggest, every year? The biggest horror. Yeah. It, it, it does tap into some obscure horror movies, but I should say that um, it lightly touches base on them. Like most of these movies I had seen before. And also, but the, the way that it does it is it has like all the VHS type covers side by side by side. And then it just like zooms into the movie they're talking about. So you'll see these other obscure movies um, off to the side that they won't talk about. But it sounds like a lot, and it is a lot, and that's why it's four hours and 20 minutes long. Not broken up into segments, which I think they probably should have done. Yeah, I think it should have been, a for one year, a, 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 like an episode, you know, like 10 episodes, yeah. each an hour long, one, one covering one year of content. That's a lot. Yeah, but I... That's a lot. But I want that. I want them to do that. Sure. But I mean, <laughs> if they took what they have now and broke it up into segments... I think that would have been fine. Four episodes or something. But, but I mean, it's not a DVD. We're living in the digital age. So if somebody's not on your account watching it along with you, you easily just stop it, pick up from where you left off. That's how I watched it. Was Of course, I watched it in segments. It has a lot of horror actors in it and directors. It's just, it's. I loved it. I honestly, like, loved it. It was, 80s horror movies are some of my favorites. And if you... Or listening to this show and you have Shudder, you should have already watched this. It's true. Because it's just great. Josh. Yeah, yeah. sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, speaking of Shudder, I should get paid to, like... we all, The show should. <laughs> like, everything we mention is, like, Shudder. So, this is exciting, Brandon, because we're about... We're close to a month away from Halloween. Yay. Well, mm -hmm. like more like two months, but depends on who like, you are. Some people are starting to celebrate now. Halloween kind of starts in September a little bit. Really. Yeah. The grocery store down the street already has jack-o'-lanterns right. out front. Right. We can go look at like horror stores and everything starting September. They're usually open. Yeah. So Shudder does a little thing called 61 Days of Halloween mm. where they release a bunch of really cool shit for the next 61 days. So they actually have the whole list for September and October up. However, I'm just going to talk about a little bit about what's coming out in September. So, uh, September 1st, we've got Bram Stoker's Dracula coming out. Have you guys seen that? I think I have. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. it a lot of times. What do you guys think of it? I think I remember not liking it. Yeah. I think I think it's like half and half. Like, I like some of it. Some of it's pretty ridiculous. Is it the same dude that did Romeo and Juliet? Uh, I don't with know. The, with DiCaprio? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll look into it. Yeah. It feels very similar. Is this the one where the guy's like in the room with a bunch of topless lady vampires and they're kind of like... Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Gary Ullman plays Dracula, which is awesome. I really like that actor. Keanu yeah. Reeves is in it. Winona Ryder. It's very of its time. You know, yeah. it's it's very 90s. So we also have Color Out of Space coming on there. Yay. So nice. that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's that a good one. Good one. Uh, Countess Dracula, which I've never, I've never heard seen. of and it doesn't... 
look, look great. To same me. with the vampire lovers. Doesn't really look yeah. like, I don't know, maybe. What? I, Those are classics. Are they? Those uh, are classics. Yeah. The uh, Countess Dracula and, and the vampire lovers. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, maybe this is a good opportunity to go back and watch those instead of just judging them. Uh, we also have Victor Crowley, his final installment, uh, Adam Green's final installment of the uh, Crowley franchise. Do you guys watch a lot of the Hatchet movies? I've it's, never watched a Hatchet This is a Hatchet movie. guy, right? This yeah, is it's Hatchet. Hatchet. Yeah. I don't think uh, we've seen this, have we? No. Just re- I think that's already come out. I think it's just releasing on Shutter, right? Because I think there's Hatchet one, two, and three, and then like Victor Crowley is the fourth. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a huge Adam Green fan, but I I do like the Hatchet movies. There is and September second. Do you guys watch much of the Island of Doctor Moreau movies? Because there's Lost Soul, the Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Doctor Moreau. No, I never. I don't know. Maybe a good opportunity it. now. Now, Brandon, this. Surprise! This was kind of cool to me. Fade to black. Yeah, we yes. we just talked uh, September seventh. Fade to black's coming out. We were yes. watching. We were watching in search of darkness, and this was one of those like eighties movies that people were talking about. And Brandon's like, Fade I still black. need to see that. So I was like, Oh, it's coming. That's really exciting because so what that documentary did for me was a couple movies that I hadn't seen. I wrote down on a list, and then I started to look a lot of these up. Couldn't find them on any uh-huh. platform. And Fade to Black was one of the ones I really wanted to find. So that's exciting. That is exciting. So we oh, got- okay. Sorry. Bram Stoker's Dracula, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh. So that's kind of a big name. Yeah. So we also have Southbound coming out, which is one of my favorite uh, anthology movies. I'm a little bit excited about this next one. September 10th, the Nosferatu series, part two, the season two is coming out. I don't think Brandon ever oh. finished watching this. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think as like the series in the in the first season went along, I think I remember kind of being like, I feel like I'm watching this just because I'm already like so far into it. Like maybe yeah. it didn't, but I'm still, I'm, I'm interested. Still gonna I'm going to totally watch season two. You should mention that it's uh, based on a Joe Hill book. It is. Yeah, Joe Hill. And son. his book yeah. is way better than the series, by the way. Oh, I bet. Yeah. His books are well, awesome. Well, books generally are. You know, it's pretty rare that somebody does better than a book. But okay, September 4th, 14th, I mean, we've got A Door Into Darkness. Do you guys know this one? I don't. Brandon, do you know this one? You uh, should. No, I don't. A Door it's a Into Dario Darkness. It's a Dario Argento. Like, uh, I'm not huge on Dario Argento. I thought you really liked him. No, it's Fulci that, that I really like. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this was a this was made 1973 for Italian television. It was uh, highly controversial at the time for its boundary pushing and levels of violence. So I think it was like banned at some point. Is it a Jalo? But I, it's a uh, yeah, and um, it's four, it's four episodes. So I think it might be like an anthology type thing, or maybe it's like it, since it came out for Italian television, it's just like a mini series. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to watch it though, because especially because it's like yeah, that it, sounds it's got very controversial. I like so I, I Dario Argento is not my favorite of the Jalo directors he and that like i could be crucified by horror fans for saying that but it's just my honest opinion fulci is but i don't dislike his movies and i really do like italian horror cinema a lot actually so this one i've never heard of either it's called holliston uh it's a it's a series so it's seasons one and two are going to be coming out it's adam green the guy from hatchet um and supposedly this is like like funny and horror mixed you know so I don't know. I might I might watch like the trailer for that and just see because it could be interesting. This one, like I read the description and was like I'm not interested. But then I watched the trailer and I'm and I'm more interested now. It's starfish, 
Anybody? I've never heard heard of it. No. (laughs) Uh, So it's a girl who was like the last person on earth. And then she finds these tapes left by her dead friends that are giving her clues to solve like some mystery. Hmm. And it it looks kind of cool to me. It's kind of artsy looking, but it looks kind of cool. Uh, we also have Spiral, which I've never oh, heard I of. Oh, I love Spiral. Oh, so, so uh, maybe I don't think it's, uh, is it, the, is it not the one I'm thinking of? No, you're thinking of like the Japanese yeah. or, or oh. is it Korean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this is Australian. Oh, never mind then. Never mind. Isn't Spiral also the name of the new Saw movie that's coming is out? It? I don't know. These are all great questions. So <laughs> on September 21st, we've got Rabbit coming, which looks like it's won a bunch of awards. And in, in not like the bunny rabbit, like rabbit, right? But rabbit? Yeah, this, no, rabbit. Rabbit. Like, like, like rabbit, uh, like yeah. the bunny rabbit. Uh, it's spelled funny, though. No, you're oh, just nice looking at the thing weird. There's a play button in the middle yeah. there. Oh, Spy- oh I thought that was an the, E. <laughs> the new title of the, the next song. Oh, it is? Coming out. Yeah. Now... The That's f- not what's coming though to Shutter. No, no Spiral's no. coming out twenty twenty. So there's three horror movies called Spiral. Yeah, yeah. they need to figure out <laughs> what they're doing there. Now this one, I think I'm going to watch it, and it's going to be painful. But as a Glenn Danzig fan in general, oh. I feel like I have to watch this. The Veronica. Was it, there a trailer? Veronica. There was a trailer. Did so you watch what? it? No, I watched it a long time ago. I didn't watch it recently, but I've watched it a long time ago, and it looks god-awful. It looks like it's what shot it on like a video camera, right? Like a it's home a, video it's camera? It's a trilogy. Of, it's an erotic horror, too, no so things. it's like hypersexual. And, but, you know, like, how can you be a Glenn Danzig fan if you haven't seen Veronica? How can you be a Glenn Danzig fan? <laughs> Period. Whatever. <laughs> I like Glenn Danzig. You I, know, so I'm a huge fan of the Misfits. Yeah. But I don't think I'm a fan of the man. No, I'm not talking about. I'm. I should say I'm a fan of his work, his work. But I'm pretty sure but, he's an asshole. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't have any desire. I'll be honest. No, no. I read. I read a comic book. Um, gosh, death something. Death. I can't remember. Forgettable. Because he wrote it, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's all that I've got for uh, what's it, coming out in September. But I'm excited. I don't know. Like, it feels like now that we can't go to the movie theaters, like these things coming out on like streaming and stuff, it feels like the movie's coming out for me, you know? It's oh, like yeah, for sure. Something to look forward so to. So here's the thing. They're, it's like, it's part of their, well, everything you listed is part of their 61 days of Halloween, right? Yeah. None of those movies have anything to do with Halloween. Well, yeah, but you can't possibly find like that many Halloween movies. Uh, really? 61. But I, I wouldn't want that either. I wouldn't want it all to like. I like the I like the mix up. I want like variety. I don't want just yeah just Halloween theme movies. Maybe the you, get, you stretch that out a little thin. Yeah, the Halloween themes are are coming towards closer to Halloween. Yeah, maybe maybe in October they're release some that are. See, this is the thing. Like when you're a horror fan, um, like you watch horror movies all year long. So when Halloween comes around, if I just watch horror movies. It's nothing, nothing different, right? So I have yeah. to watch like Halloween like involved movies, horror movies for it to feel festive for me. There's also there's also some things coming out actually in the theater. So we saw that Peninsula was really? play, Peninsula was playing down at um yeah. the West Valley theaters which I'm kind of like I kind of want us all to get together and just brave it like going to hazmat suit that, like we talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that means, but there's also this one, and I think I had this like, 
idea like I, I kind of want to see that but I think it's just because I haven't seen a movie in a theater for so long that anything I just want to see that's new at least there's this movie called Unhinged with Russell Crowe have you guys seen the movie Falling Down with um yeah oh definitely uh Michael Douglas Michael Douglas no no so oh the, it's so good it's so good so it's basically Falling Down is our Unhinged is kind of that that kind of direction where this guy's got all the worst shit happening to him and then one little thing just kind of like throws him over the edge and it's this like lady honking at him and then he just goes like like batshit crazy and basically just stalks this lady and becomes like this crazy person he stalks a lady for honking at him yeah because oh, like dude. she you know and it's, it's kind of funny straw that broke the camel's back right right but, it's kind of yeah. funny because it's the same thing that like if somebody's gonna give you a courtesy like honk it should just be like a simple like beep beep and and this lady like like lays on the horn because he doesn't go right when a red light turns green and i've said Which this i've said this before to brandon i'm like i don't mind a courtesy honk but the laying <laughs> on the horn like trying to teach me a lesson <laughs> yeah and that's like what he's trying to like convey to this girl so he's not going after the world though like because yeah. i'm falling down michael douglas right. is like well that's why i say it's it's different it's like it's like a. michael douglas went after the world whereas this guy just focuses on like one, one chick and just decides to like become a psycho Huh. It looks really corny. I I I got excited reading about it, and then I saw the trailer. I was like, oh boy! Like he's like, (laughs) I don't know. He he looks really like who's who's the star? Russell Crowe. Oh, he looks really um, just silly. But I kind of want to see it still. (laughs) Let's all brave it. Well, Well, if I'm in a brave movie theater, I might I might go for Peninsula. I don't know. However, I don't know if I'd go for Russell (laughs) Crowe. Yeah. That's all. That's all I got. So my horror babble is about um, true stories animation. Like um, my boys were watching this on YouTube and it's like animation. Well, they do like people will tell their horror stories, like things that have happened to them. And then they animate, and then they it. animate it. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting to watch. And then I thought like maybe like what experience have you guys had that you would put into animation like a horror kind Brandon, of type Brandon experience? Brandon just had a scary experience in this room in this very room didn't you? Uh, uh yeah, a couple. Would that be animatable? I was thinking of my time that I like uh, got my tonsils out and had to take a lot of pain medicine and then I had constipation. <laughs> I'd like to see that animated. Let's do it. But that would that would, it would now would be a horror comedy. Yeah. <laughs> about you Lindsay uh this is well I would want to like animate it to be um I'd want to exaggerate the story a bit but I remember I used to work when I used to work night shifts um sometimes like stuff had still to be done but nobody wanted to stay late so I would just stay late by myself in this huge warehouse and I remember once I was like 50 like 25 feet up on this um uh, on this forklift and like I hear heard like I was only one in the warehouse and I hear like a bar drop ding, 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 ding. Oh. and then I swear to God I heard footsteps like I freak out. like no and I did like this is how I know that I think I'm a freeze person when it comes to fight flight or freeze or whatever <laughs> um because my heart and like my whole body just like started tingling and went like almost like numb and I just like almost started panicking because I'd already had, I've already had experiences with like crazy stalker people. Like for me, I'm not scared of ghosts and shit. I'm scared no. of people. Yeah. Yeah. Like people terrify me. And uh, I don't know, but nothing, obviously nothing happened. But if I was going to animate that, I'd like make it a monster or something. Okay, yeah. Josh. Anything? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I don't think I've experienced a ton of scary things. Uh, I guess there were a few events uh, when I was a kid where I, like, thought I was in danger. But if I look back, uh, it turns out I, I really wasn't. But <laughs> I guess there was one time I was playing in, in the rain gutters when I was living in Hawaii. And, oh, like, my gosh. Uh, and a clown was started talking to <laughs> yeah. you? No, but there were... Sometimes it would rain, and like if there was a light rain, it was kind of fun to play in all the running water. It oh, was sure. on like a really big hill, and uh, this storm got like really bad, and uh, I I basically caught on to some long grass, and that was like the only thing stopping me from getting swept down. Oh, but at the bottom it opened up like a ton, <laughs> so the water wasn't really strong. If I had just let go and got to that point. <laughs> I would have been completely <laughs> fine, but I held on for like 30 minutes, like oh. just like really scared. <laughs> you almost so, Georgie yeah, yourself. Yeah. yeah. Man versus nature <laughs> horror there. And then like finally the, the animation portion could be finally you let go and like it's it opens up and you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think the the rain let up eventually and I was able to pull myself up. But yeah. I think mine would be um so I remember as a kid, my dad told me his friend was coming over and his friend had a glass eye and I was really interested. So I was playing in the front yard by myself and this guy in the blue car pulls up and he starts like going towards me and opening the gate and I'm just kind of looking at him and I run in and I go, dad, your friend is here. And as soon as I did that, this guy turns around, gets in his car and Holy drives off. Holy shit. So like. It didn't occur to me this mm. guy was until I was older. Like, oh my god! Like that guy was going to kidnap me. Yeah, yeah, that's terrifying. And if I wouldn't have gone and said, "Dad," yeah, because I was trying to look at him at first, like, "Where's his glass eye?" And like, <laughs> if I if I just would have continued on doing that, I would have been kidnapped. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Like that life changing decision, like yeah moment there and yeah. or if like dad didn't have a, a friend coming over at that time, yeah, I wouldn't have done anything. Ooh, yeah. Well, that makes me. Do you feel. guys think that you're because there used to be fight or flight, but they added a third, which is freeze. So we all like to think of ourselves as a fight, right? But we don't know until we're put in these situations. Do you guys think that you're? I know that I'd probably like if it was somebody I love that I'd run into. I'm like a like one time Lindsay, but I'll do stupid shit. So Lindsay like fell off a tube in a river and I just jumped off my tube like because I was like I'm gonna go get her. But like you know that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but well, that's more of a fight situation. Well, so, yeah. so I think if I'd like a loved one's involved, like if my child was involved, there's no doubt in my mind yeah. I would like fight right, and run. Right. But it, like myself alone, I've already had two experiences where i just like almost freeze, freeze. Yeah, just like I lose all, all i've been in situations where it's occurred to me that i might be leaning towards fight but i don't know okay so the story that Lindsay was talking about was here in this room where i'm painting because i also paint in this room and i hear some rustling in the bushes on the side of the house and then i hear something jump on top of the roof and it's like, it's not like a four-legged creature, right? It's more two-legged. And I wouldn't say creature, probably a person. Boom, 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 boom on the ceiling. And I follow the noise. And I follow it, and then it goes back, right, to the same spot that it came up on into the room. And then I hear the rustling of the bushes again. So, like, from the side of the house, jumped on the roof, went to about the middle of the roof, 
jumped off at the inside of the house. And I darted out to the front door and went out and waited to see something come from the side of the house, right? And I'm standing there in the shadows, flexing, <laughs> and I see nothing. So I go back in. I'm like, gosh, that was strange. So that was like a fight moment, but I didn't see whatever it was. Yeah, now, had it, I... If it was a monster. If it was a monster, I would probably run <laughs> or at least shut the door. Um, but I mean, what if it's a dude and we lock eyes? Like, am I going to be like, Fall yo, what's up? Or am I going to be like, hey, I'm just out here. Were, were you on my roof? <laughs> hey, bud. Now, it sounds scary, but what I gather is like maybe somebody lost something on the, our roof yeah. went up and grabbed it that's that's Playing, what it sounds some like kids like Playing frisbee. somebody or something a, a dare know? who yeah. knows it was late at night it was like midnight so i doubt somebody was playing ball at midnight but who knows yeah i i think i'm a flight uh if i was with a group i definitely wouldn't like abandon everybody right and, right like, oh, i gotta get out of here like forrest but, gump no <laughs> just keep running yeah um but uh, pretty soon I was all by myself. I, would, I think I would try to like get everybody out of the situation uh, with me. Yeah. I'd but start swinging wildly. Start swinging. <laughs> I'm a. Flight. I'd be holding you back. I'd be like, no, no, <laughs> we gotta go. And I'd be the person that's just frozen there. Like, come on, Lindsay. And then you have to carry <laughs> me have out. To slap you like, yeah. come on, <laughs> get yourself together. <laughs> okay, so uh, Lovecraft country oh, uh yeah. dropped its pilot uh imdb uh says it was created by jordan peele and misha green uh i was really impressed yeah. by the pilot uh, it was, it, was, it, was it the pilot or was it just the first episode is is there a difference or the pilot usually is the first episode well they you usually how a pilot works is they yeah they make a first episode of it to show producers to get it made but sometimes stuff is just greenlit oh right? if it's greenlit there's no i think so yeah, yeah. So okay first i think episode. it's just the first episode then i think yeah. you know what i what i really really loved about this is it starts out as this like well the first opening scene is amazing oh it's the so dream cool, sequence man. is just like so fun and don't let that set the tone for the movie because no, it is wacky it's super yeah, wacky and that's why i liked it because yeah. it's like it's like, it's like world like war ii yeah. Well, and these people are dealing with horror. Is it World War Two in real life? Or one. And then, it's in trenches, right. right? Yeah. No, it's, it, it is it World War One or two? It's probably, I think it's it's, it's 1950s. Oh, so it's two for sure. So two. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I love like that. The first half of this is this drama, and it's like yeah. horror in a way that like you know there's these there's black people racism. dealing with all this racist yeah. shit like when it's like at a time when it was like really really horrific yeah. like and then there was the sundown towns which i i'd actually never heard of until i saw this which is another reason why i kind of like this because anytime you can be educated about like what people have been through yeah and um i think it's a good thing to be like god it like yeah it it's worse than you like ever could imagine and you've imagined some really horrible things but yeah that's like terrifying that's like true real horror like you have to be out of this town by sundown or else like no, no holds bar like they could do whatever yeah. they want are you yeah. kidding me i yeah. think i oh think history God. has downplayed some of the segregation oh absolutely stuff. that's like the purge type and, it is. You know? and there hadn't been a lot of um there i i haven't seen a lot of like tv shows or movies that really touch base on it and now that it's like showing you even just like 
you know, you see two people talking on a bus and then it pans out and it says like, you know, blacks only or black portion. That yeah. like really hits home of like, yeah. gosh, man, how, what, how horrible. Yeah. And it like, touches on so doing? it yeah. touches on so many other things too. Like the, the poem the, that HP uh, Lovecraft wrote. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and not only that, but the, um, you know, there's a scene where the two sisters are talking and she's like, you know, why are you living in that shitty part of town or whatever? And the sister's like, well, you know, you have to, what can you do basically? And she's like, well, you can stay at my house for two days, but they got to find a job. And she's like, well, I'm not going to be cleaning. I'm going to go apply like at the department store. And she's like, yeah, good luck. I've been applying there for years, you know, yeah. showing you too that like, no, these people were like forced to be poor and kept down. And that that's, that's insane on its own. Like, so the first half of this is just like realistic, true horror, like, and, and th there's moments that you're in th this with them and it feels like a horror movie. Yeah. Like the things that they're going through mm -hmm. feels like a true horror movie. And then, boom, comes like the fantasy horror, supernatural yeah. shit. And it's just... No holds barred with oh the Oh my gore. God. Yeah. Like that first opening scene... It's gory. It's, it's so it's, good. It's cool, yeah. man. It's, so it's got. Good. It represents these H.P. Lovecraft like creatures, creatures like kind of how you might imagine them right, being. Right. Oh, it is yeah. like I was into the show and almost forgot that it was horror. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because you're just like, like, this is a really good drama. Yeah. And then when it hits you over the head with horror and then kind of leaves you. And I just love the layering. I love that like they're dealing with this real world horror. And then like, and it's so interesting like when the when the true like you know supernatural horror comes through like all of a sudden these people that were like pinned against each other there's like you know the white people that were like being all fucked up and probably about to kill them and then and, like all of a sudden now they're in the situation where they have to work together yeah. like that's so interesting to me just like oh well let's forget our racist stuff like now we're in trouble all of us you yeah know? And it's just I so mean, interesting kind of racist even while they're working together that is, no yeah. that's true but you know yeah. what i mean like oh, yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> like all of a sudden these people are going to kill them yeah and now they're not going to and like yeah. that's just interesting to me like what yeah. a cool i don't know what yeah a, and it, it's almost like the real no i i mean the imaginary horror, I guess, the monsters and everything, almost save them. Right, you know, right. At, at that point, it's right. like you're almost rooting for the monsters as these. And it just, the whole episode just ends in a way that like leaves you wanting more immediately. Oh, yeah. Like you're like, yeah. what? what? Yeah. What's happening? So it, like if Jordan, Jordan Peele has become like a treat in, in the horror. Like I'm yeah. so glad that yeah. he joined the horror oh, community. Me too. I was just going to say awesome. that. Like yeah. he had a good thing going with comedy. Right. And right, he could have right. just stuck with it. Yep. Right. But he decided to branch out. Well, yeah. What I and love, I hope he sticks around for no, a long time I, with horror. What I truly appreciate about him too is he's now bringing um respect back into the horror genre yeah whereas yeah. It, it was written off as just like titties and silliness right like that's like the 80s as good as they were to horror they were just as bad to horror because it got so oversaturated that it really just became titty flicks like that's like most that's of all it was yeah. and then most people like just thought of, it, of that the genre that way like oh it's just like gruesome titty flicks who or yeah know? or like teenagers getting slashed up yeah yeah uh yeah you know when i ever hear somebody say like oh i don't like horror movies i always have like a movie that i go to this that i say like oh did you see this um and you know it's it's changed over the years you know it, my go-to used to be like poltergeist because that to me felt like a serious horror film but recently it's been get out so anytime right. someone's like i don't like horror i'm like have you seen get out yeah well that's horror oh if that's considered horror i guess i i like some horror and that's the thing people don't think of like 
a movie like Get Out to be horror when it absolutely because is. It's a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what what Jordan Peele and and he's not the only one recently. Yeah. That's doing that. Um, Ari Aster right. is doing this as well. Robert Egg- Eggers as well. Now uh, and there and there's a bunch of like the horror genres actually like come up in general. Like there's all the like what Brandon calls scary movies or or ghost. I call them scary, scary movies. movies. Scary movies that are just meant to like jump scare. Yeah, and yeah. The, and, and I don't I don't I don't hate on those movies. Like whatever they they are it like there's a old. there's an audience, but they're not like like Jordan Peele brought story back. So like, what I was going to say about, about Jordan Peele and, and some of these guys is that they know how to build characters, right? Yeah, and they do that through real drama. Yeah, that you can relate to. Or get behind. Well, they're actually and telling you, a story. Yeah, they, exactly. They've got something to say. Right. Too. Exactly. Right. Like, you can yeah. leave there. Yeah. Exactly. There's a social there. commentary there. Yeah. You can leave there with it. Like you can go and talk about the movie for yeah. for days, and just like it, it really, um, it prompts a discussion, right? Like, and those those are like the best kind of movies in all genres and all categories. Mm-hmm. And I love that it's coming back to horror. Yeah, I've always said a good horror movie is you could take the horror out and there's still yeah. there's still something there. And this one, I would say absolutely it. Again, I will say, if you're listening to the show, a horror show, and you have HBO, you should have already watched this. Right. Yeah. Or Amazon. I think you could, yeah, just get it on your Amazon, subscribe to HBO for when this is coming out. Like, it's well worth the money. Yeah. Yep. And that's uh, Lovecraft Country. which will conclude our horror babble. So up next, I want to play a game. <laughs> Poorly described movies. Am I going first here? I'm going first, right? Yes, you are. So, mostly boobies. Hold on, I'm going to pause it. All right, so if you're new to this segment, we're going to poorly describe a movie. And we are going to try to guess what it is. And you listening at home can play along. And I'm going to keep score for fun. Well, you guys are going to get this one, I think. Okay. Mostly boobies, a little bit of schlong. A little bit of schlong? How am I going to get that? Yeah, no, man. That's that's really vague. Mostly boobies, a little bit of schlong. I... Don't the Love Witch? Clue. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, come on. <laughs> 56 <laughs> boobies and like eight dongs uh, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, what's funny is we paused it just a little bit ago and we're talking about the Love Witch. So it's a little crazy <laughs> that that's. If you want to just see like boobies and dong, then go for it. It's the world's worst movie. Is it, is it my 95% on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes from the critics? From critics, yeah. Ooh. 60 <laughs> something from audiences. Oh my gosh. So. Okay. Hey, man, I don't want to yuck anybody's right. yum. If they like it, cool. But I just, maybe I didn't get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes the the Rotten Tomatoes can be misleading. Yeah. Quick tangent here, because it's just a percentage of people that liked it. So a low score that likes it, if a movie gets like sixes, and that passes the threshold for liking it, and everyone gives it a six out of ten, it will have 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. So it's just like they have a like line uh-huh. and everything above that is like, everything below that is dislike. Oh. So it's it's a, that's a, a strange it's algorithm. A, it's not even yeah. an pro- appropriate percentage. No. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. A mask and teenagers. 
Friday the 13th? Nope. Halloween. Mm-mm. Scream. Yes. You guys were just, <laughs> you, you guys you, froze. You, you just kept going. Them. Yeah, man. <laughs> couldn't even get a word in. <laughs> okay. Well, just go um, through the list of slasher movies. Technically, this kind of describes two movies, but uh, we'll see if you can get both of them. Um, uninvited house guests test the patience of a generous host. The guests become destructive and drive the host to its limit. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Have we seen this movie? You've seen both. Have I? Uh, probably. Huh. I know I've talked to Lindsay and Brandon about one of them, and the mm. other one was one that you guys recommended no. for me. So <laughs> This mm. is a stump. Yeah, do I get a point if I stump everybody? <laughs> yeah, I think that should no. be how it works. Really? Yeah, no. yeah. sure. Because it's not no, a bad description. Point. After I give you guys the titles, no, it's good. you're gonna be like, no, no, uh, no. It's a good description. Yeah. But like, if we play that game, then I'm gonna be like, there's a house, <laughs> and it's got four walls, in a room, That's and true. a door and a window. Point for me. Okay, Gosh, should, I, should I give it? Yeah, yeah. let's okay. give it. Okay, uh, Darren Aronofsky's Mother. Oh. oh. But I also would have taken Funny Games. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good, that's good. Uninvited guests. Oh, you should have got that. Yeah. Damn it. You saw okay. both of those, Melanie? I did. Have you seen Mother? Yeah. I, I feel like Mother. Lindsay's going to get this really quickly. <gasps> Zombie gas. Naked Return of the Living Dead. You didn't even let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be zombie gas, naked graveyard dance. Oh, Let's take care of all this oh, with a mushroom cloud. Dang it. Return of the Dead. naked graveyard da- and dance, that would have been. Yeah. Zombie, gas zombie gas just gave you that? Yeah. Yeah, what other movie uses zombie gas? I was about zombies farting. <laughs> <laughs> zombie flatulence. Okay, here's my next one. This dude does a bad thing. And his neck gets all sore. Uh, That's it? You're going really vague with this these. This dude gets a bad, he does a bad thing and then his neck gets all sore. What? Melanie should get this one. Oh my God, I don't know. He does, does a bad, a bad thing. thing, then his neck gets sore. Doesn't ring a bell. Dude does a bad thing, his neck gets all crinked. Does this have anything to do with cunnilingus? His Did, neck gets all sore. To grudge? No, his neck gets all sore. <sighs> She's know. so I should describe to you what she's men doing. She's looking down. I don't know. Oh, men in black, the the, the, the like insect guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? She's, now she's you playing guys, charades. How are you not getting this? Melanie should get this one. It's really vague. I don't know. Let me tell, let me do it this way. An Asian guy does a bad thing, and his neck gets all sore. Oh, is it white ghost? No. Black ghost. Shudder. Oh. The movie is oh. Shudder. Oh, damn it. How did you not I get that? I don't know. It didn't ring. I was thinking of, you know. I think we need to add a new rule. You have to at least have three, <laughs> like, sentences you or words. You should have got this, though. Like, what other movie ends with the guy, like, his neck is, like, super crinked, and he's just like, da, 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 and the lady's all hanging on him. I don't think I've seen that one. I haven't seen it in a Melanie long time. Melanie should have got that one. I should have gotten that Especially one. Especially when I said Asian dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So this is mine. There's water. There's dark water. Nope. There's scuba divers. Jaws? from the Black Lagoon. No. There's like machines that can drive way deep underwater. Abyss. 
Underwater? Mm-hmm. There's a monster. There, there's a movie called Underwater. I'm not going to say what type of Pacific monster. Pacific Rim? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're naming non-horror movies here. So. Um, this guy's like a big action guy. He plays in it. Big action hero. You know, his action <sighs> movies. Probably gets old ladies wet. What? Say the kind of monster it is. It's a shark. Deep blue. It's a megalodon. Megalodon three. Oh, the Meg. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I got it. What is it? What was it? The Meg. The Meg. Oh, I have never seen that movie. (laughs) I don't know if you really need to. I thought that was about a girl named Megan. The Meg. The Meg. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> okay. Uh, a young man decides he's had enough and decides to take it out on the town by killing everybody. Well, that makes sense to me either. I don't know. A young man decides he's had enough. I have a second hint, but it might give it away. So hold if on, you guys are stumped, I'll get yeah. the next one. Yeah. Takes it out on the town. Oh, I don't know. This is hard this week. Yeah, my brain's not working. He's a a very angsty alien is how I would describe him. Angsty alien. That makes it even worse because I don't know. Oh. Angsty alien. Have we seen this? He's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. Oh. I don't remember the name of the film. He started saying it. Bright. Brightburn. 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 Yeah, it's like what if Spider Man is evil? Superman. Yeah, yeah, Superman. Yeah, no, that's I love that movie. That was a great movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a good one. It wasn't his name, Brandon. Was it? It was. Yeah, I should have used Brandon. And we went and saw it in the theater on my birthday, and they sang "Happy Birthday, Brandon." (laughs) And I was like, "This is this is weird." (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. All right, here's the last one. The score, you guys can't even get to me. Oh, damn it. Three for me, one for Lindsay, one for Josh. So, Mountain, you could get on no, the board the here. I want to get on the board. Teleportation, a baboon, and a penis in a jar. Oh, Jesus. Oh. That doesn't make any sense. The fly? Yes. Oh. oh. Was it a baboon? That was a monkey. Yeah, he has his wiener in, in a, a jar yeah, in the medicine cabinet. Baboon? Yeah. Um, technically the fly 1986 remake, but uh, yeah, I don't think the original had a penis in a jar. Oh, probably not. Yeah. (laughs) Help me. Help me. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. okay, That concludes. That was poorly described movies. So up next, our top three occult horror. I should clarify this because Lindsay had to redo her list. It's not cult horror because that's pretty much a lot of what we talk about on the show is like 85% cult cult horror, I would say. It's a cult. Oh, cult. Cultists, you know. Religion. Yeah. Culty. Culty. Culty movies. Culty movies. Not cult movies. Should we just get into it? Let's get into it. All right. (laughs) 
All right, so I am going to start off with Jennifer's body. Um, okay, it was directed by Karen Kuzma. It was in 2009. Um, it was just about a cheerleader who gets abducted by this cult. They think she's a virgin, and they sacrifice her and throw her into, like, the devil's hole. It's like a waterfall, and she comes out a succubus. Like a demon, because so, yeah, she's like not a, a virgin, she's right? not a virgin. Yeah. Yeah, they screw up. I like, think it was loosely based on a Masters of Horror episode called Jennifer. I'm I'm not positive, but I, I think so. In the in the Masters of Horror episode, it's like this girl, like super sexy, except her face is like demon-esque. Yeah. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Yeah. So do you think it's based on that? I don't know. I guess it could be. Because she's kind of a succubus because she yeah. gets with these these like dudes and they fall completely in love with her. Yeah, and she's And then not, she like then she has of, them do bad deeds and then she kills them off and yeah. moves to the next one. So yeah, I guess it could have been. Yeah. It could have been. But I mean loosely based. But very it, loosely, yeah. yeah. But you know, I think this one was fun. I don't I don't know if you know, don't go into it thinking it's gonna be a masterpiece, but fun is a good way to describe it. Yeah. 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 I when I, I it took me a long time to watch this because I was like very judgy against it, and yeah. then like I finally watched it one night. I'm like, I kind of like kinda, that. Yeah, Isn't this the like movie it. you bought twice on accident? I don't on on Amazon. Maybe. I don't um. So I I actually really enjoy this movie up until the end right. when her and her friend have some kind of psychic connection yes. that just like is uh, unexplained. That, yeah, it definitely yeah. ruins it. That did ruin it. And it would have been fine if it would have maybe, and maybe I missed something, but it didn't seem like they had hints towards. Is it because she bit the friend? I thought oh. that was why she bit the friend and she becomes sort of like a succubus herself. And she's like connected with her? Yeah. That was just one thing that I was very confused about. It's like, how can she know yeah. what she like, I don't know. Why I are they like, why are they connected? Yeah. So I think she, she got a bite. That's why she gets the powers. Um. Yeah, and it's just fun. It's got some gore in it. Um, it is definitely like a teenage type flick. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, just go into it, just have, like you know, with an open mind. Turn turn the dumb dial up a bit. Yep. Sounds good. So that is why Jennifer body is my number three. Uh, my number three is the same as Brandon's. Uh, so Do you guys want to say we'll it together? Kinda just say it yeah, together. One, one, two, three. The, the witch. witch. Or the vitch. The vitch. Doesn't yeah. it look like the Yeah, the, 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 the IMDb the had an alternate title with like two Vs yeah. instead of I think uh, that's just the font they chose for it. Oh, it look okay. like two Vs together. But it's the witch, but it looks like yeah. Vitch. Vitch. Um came out in twenty fifteen. It's directed by Robert Eggers. Uh for those who haven't seen it, it's set in the New World, like sixteen hundred uh, America, a Puritan family, uh, abandons a village because they aren't righteous enough. Uh, the father of the family decides that they need to go out in the middle of the middle of nowhere and start their own farm, and live on their own away from the wicked people. Things keep going wrong, and the oldest daughter continually gets blamed, and the family begins to suspect that she is a witch. Uh, some of my thoughts on this, I really like uh, Robert Eggers' movies. He only has two, but he really dives deep uh, from what I've read about his process. He does 
He'll read a lot of journals from the time period that he's trying to make a movie. He'll read court documents of like witch trials and stuff like that to get a gauge on like how people talked, how they dealt with these ideas and, and how they acted. And so I feel like he gives a very accurate representation of the time, uh, especially with dialogue in his movies. Uh, you know, I didn't like the the lighthouse, but you're right. Like, um, just reading up a little bit about it, because I was like, "What the f- what the hell is this even about?" Um, a lot of the stuff I found, like, is he was like really studying like the Greek mythology and and like other mythologies and stuff like that. And like, I think if you went into like that movie knowing what he knew, maybe the movie would make a little more sense to you. Yeah, but I do have to respect that about like a, a writer is being able to do all that research because that that does add something. Yeah. Side note, he's doing a night a Viking movie next. I'm gonna watch which that. Is, is it a horror really one? Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be horror particularly, but it's gonna. He says it's gonna be ultra violent. So I love all things Vikings. Um, is there gonna be a guy jerking off in it that can never finish? I Probably. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his signature from the lighthouse gonna, on. Is there gonna be a yeah. giant mermaid vagina? Yeah, there's gotta be so. mermaid puss in all of his movies now. <laughs> so. You know, I I really like witch movies. Anything that has to do with witches is fascinates me. Yeah. Um. And and this one, like basically what Josh was saying, it like felt very real because I don't know how many witch movies I saw that that weren't like you know fantastical, like you know. The baby scene was really hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But this one, like, I, I always wanted to see a witch movie that was like grounded in reality. And this one, like, really did it. Yeah. And it's neat because you're kind of, like, on the fence about, like, is she, is, is the family right? Is she right? You kind of hate the family yeah. throughout. Yeah. And it, it made me terrified of goats. Goats are and freaky. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the square eyes. Yeah, it's yeah. People. yeah. But they're so cute. They are cute. I like goats. I like goats. My number three. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh. Go ahead and... Uh, yeah, um, I would just say, like, the acting in this movie is, like, 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, without a doubt. Yeah, they did a great job. The ending is very unsettling, too. Very, yeah. like, interesting. It's true. Um, yep. I like the ending. I like the whole yeah. movie. I know a lot of people didn't like it. We went and saw this with... Actually, so we shot a, a short film of mine, and we went with the crew afterward on the uh, first or second day and all watched it together. And one of the crew's boyfriends stood up at the end and was like, that was the worst piece of shit ever. Really? Yeah. Oh, and I kind of laughed at it. Um, and uh, and I, I felt very differently. I was like, I understand why somebody might be like bored of this movie. It's like a very slow burn. But I was just fascinated the entire time. And yeah. the acting, like you said, really sucks you into this. Yeah. And... I, I would put Robert Eggers up there as one of those horror directors that's bringing respect back into the genre, sure. like you were saying about yeah. Jordan Peele. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's why it's our number three, I guess. Yep. Yeah. The Witch. Oh, you guys didn't say it together. The The Witch. I, I was off. Uh, close, close. <laughs> Good enough. But I'll, I'll fix it in <laughs> editing. <laughs> <laughs> so my number three is a dark song written by... Written and directed by Liam Gavin. Now, I will admit that this this uh, top three was hard for me because we've talked about most of the movies that I would have probably put on my top three. So I wanted to try to find something new. I watched this last night. 
And I'm going to tell you, I was very shocked and surprised, like how good it actually was. What's it about? So it's about a, a lady who wants to perform this ritual. And so she finds like, she has to find like this other member of whatever cult that does this. And uh, basically like she's trying to invoke an angel so she can ask it a favor. And, but in order to do that, you have to go through this whole like ritualistic process. And like, some of it is like starving yourself. Some of it is, um, just like getting cold water dripped on you, not sleeping. Like it's, it's a torturous process. And she needs this guy who knows all the, he has all the writings and stuff down. She needs him to do it. And he's kind of like a creep in itself. So it adds an extra layer of like, uh, heredity to the situation. I'm not going to tell you um, why she's doing it and what favor she wants to ask for. Cause that's like a big part of the plot. Oh, um, however, it, that, that gets uncovered more and more, um, throughout it. Like you kind of think that it's one thing one time, but you kind of, it starts to reveal itself what it really is, which is really cool. Uh, it is a slow burn, but you're so interested. It, it's a decent slow burn. Cause you're so interested in these rituals that they're doing that, um, and you and what they, what they cause, like the effect that they cause, that you're kind of just like waiting for to see the next one. You're like, oh man, okay, what's the next one? So they're torturing her basically? Kind like, of, in a way. I mean, she's got to be pure, so she can't have like, you know, she's got to have very little food, very little sleep, no sex, no masturbation, all this, all, all this stuff. And um, and like I said, the guy's like a creep too in a way. So, But um, they also form, the, form this weird bond, but it's, it's weird. But anyway, things start happening. And, and I don't think that at any point in this movie does it make you think that this isn't real and this isn't going to provide, like, you're, it's not one of those things that, like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Like, things start happening really slowly and creepily. Like, these, vo these noises, they're in the middle of nowhere. These noises, there's a dog barking, but why would there be a dog barking in the middle of nowhere? Uh, these noises start happening. And it's, it's one of those movies that I think is a perfect example of you can make something really, really fucking creepy with very little like no, like it's all about really the can. setting because there's like a scene where she's talking to someone through the door and then the person's like you realize this is just me doing a voice or something like that like it's not yeah. i didn't do it perfect but like that scared the shit out of me for some reason i was just like ah oh, what would you do if that was ah <laughs> and um i don't know it's kind of cool however i will say this it does not hold back in the ending so like bad or yeah. i don't know yet you don't I don't know? know. It is over the top. I will like say gory that. Gory over the no, top. No, no, no. I mean, it's it, it gets it gets crazy and like I don't know. It gets pretty cool, and like all this dark demonic stuff starts happening. I'll just say, as it's ending, and that kind of leaves you going like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> oh no. I don't know though. I kind of liked it. You know, a lot of these artsier type of movies mm -hmm. kind of leave you hanging and leave it up to you. This does not leave it up to you. This oh, tells really? you this is what happens. Yeah, and this that's is, good. I, I always like, I like when there's that. some clarity. And, uh, and I think it's really almost borderline cheesy, but I think I liked it. Like, I think I'm like down. Like, I'm, like I sort of like a movie finally telling me what happens. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I really like this. I was super surprised by it. It's, it's relatively new. I think it came out in 2016. So it's about four years old. Um, I watch it. Go watch it. It's it's pretty cool. That's why okay. it's my number three, a dark song. Okay. 
Okay, so my number two is Josh's number two. We want say it at the same time. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. The Wicker, the Wicker Man. Man. With and starring Nicolas Cage. Starring <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Uh, the director is Robin Hardy. Not that um, one, right? You guys are yeah. talking no, about that no, one. We're talking about no. the original. 1973. 1973. Peace. Um, it's about a, a sergeant. His name is Howie. He's looking for a missing child, and he goes to this island. He's, like, very conservative Christian, and they're pagan, so it's shocking him the whole time. Um, I just have to say the ending for me was absolutely amazing. Yeah. You did such a good job. Like, you were, like, horrified, really. Like, it scared me, kind of, because I was like, what if I was in that situation? Like, you knew you were just, like, about to be burned alive, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and I think it's okay to give details about the ending here because of yeah. how old the movie is yeah. uh, and if you're a horror fan you've probably seen it uh but yeah like he's going to be sacrificed he knows this and yeah i i just really enjoyed uh his like pleas with them and, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> my <Yeah>. eyes. <laughs> oh no, my eyes. <laughs> okay, sorry. Lindsay, Lindsay had to do it. Lindsay had to do it. Oh no, the bees. That's not the one we're talking about, guys. No, but no. Don't go see the Nicolas Cage one. No, <laughs> see it. Uh, we'll see it. But, it, but, but go in, uh, go in, go think it's a comedy. Be, yeah. Actually, you could YouTube like, like, Best parts of Wicker Man. Yeah. Wicker yeah, you could watch him punch all these ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dropkick one, if I recall. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, uh, my God. But back to what I was saying at the ending, there's, like, this very uh, interesting scene where, like, he's being burned alive and he's praying. He's quoting scriptures at them. He's, yeah. like, damning them. And they're just singing. Ugh, and like not even terrifying. listening, just, just like so creepy. Yeah, yeah. that'd be terrifying. Uh, if it, if it wasn't for the ending and like how how powerful and like cool it was, yeah. Um, I would say the movie is like a little strange. There's a lot of singing in yes. this cult, and it leads to these like very weird musical, musical numbers. Yes, where I kind of liked that part I, of it, but I, I'm a fan of musicals. Yeah, so. no, it, 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 it you get some of the songs are kind of catchy. Yeah. yeah, but when you're like listening to the lyrics, it's like, oh, they're singing about like some weird stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, um, whenever you burn a man, make sure you do it right. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I couldn't get past that, and and I really? I, I, I yeah. <laughs> No, I couldn't get past the, the the singing, dancing. Like you should get past it because the like I said, the ending is like what did it for me. It was I was watching it by myself, and and for me, it was really powerful. Yeah, I don't know. I will say I, I watched like the first forty five minutes of uh, the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man mm-hmm. before going to bed, <laughs> and it was it was just really interesting the changes they decided to make for this remake. Yeah, they, uh, like the all they have him like previously know somebody from the island. Yeah, that, like. Uh, his ex needs him yeah his ex um there's like this really crazy like car crash scene in the beginning of the movie where he like tries to save this he's a police officer that pulls someone over and then they get hit by a semi-truck he's like reaching for this little girl in the car and she like won't grab his hand and it blows up and it like puts him in this depressed spiral where he gets this letter and he's like, Oh, I need to go to the island now. That'll, that'll, that'll fix that'll me. Sure me all up. <laughs> um, 
He's very aggressive. Yeah, he is very aggressive. He's like, where is the girl? Why are you lying to me? And like, I don't know, in the original movie, he's asking the same questions, but he's like pretty polite about it. He's like asking him like a normal human being. He's like, Yeah. yeah. I'm really disturbed by the pagan rituals that you guys perform here. And yeah. Nick Cage is like, what are you doing here? What? I'm so confused. Why is Where's there the peace? girl? <laughs> for some reason, I like the remake. Not for any other reason that I, except for that I laugh a lot. It's one yeah. of those so bad they're good. And I think we should do a list of so I, bad I they're good. I think they're both yeah, rewatchable. For different reasons. Yeah. Um, if I'm just in the mood to watch Nick Cage be Nick Cage. Yeah. I, I was, think the remake is a good one to, to do that. I for. think it's a good example of a director not directing Nick Cage yeah. and just letting him do whatever he wants. Because well, Nick Cage has done some of yeah. my favorite movies of all time, like adaptation. He's he can be amazing. Mandy, he was amazing in. Yeah. 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 Like there's so and many it seems like with, space. With, with Mandy, the director would let him go all full Nick Cage yeah, and then bring yeah. him back. Right. Yeah. And right. it works so, so well. So well. But in this, he went full Nick Cage and never came back. Yeah. 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 And then the ending sucked. He was being burned alive and he was just kind of sitting there like like, are you well, gonna like, like scream or like I well, don't he had know. a lot of bee stings? <laughs> I think I think I think Nick Cage is actually one of my favorite actors. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. I agree. Uh, but anyways, that is why the, the Wicker, Wicker Man, Man is, is our, our number two. two. Oh, very good. That's that how you good, do yeah. it. <laughs> my number two. I'm not gonna say too much about it because I just want these are like suggestions, right? Our top three are like. Here's a genre. Yeah. Here's our suggestions. Not truly our top three, right? Yeah. I mean, Ish. sometimes, Ish. but we're trying not to repeat a lot of movies and such. But this one, I, I think you should go in almost blind because of how wild of a ride it is. And it's called Society. And it's from 1987. This is from Brian Yuzna. I'm maybe pronouncing his name Yuzna. wrong. Y-U-Z-N-A. Yuzna. He Yuzna. did... Um, Bride of Reanimator, so the second Reanimator, Return to Living Dead 3, and The Dentist 1 and 2. Um, it's about a teenage boy who finds out his family is a part of a cult. And I'll just say this. Skin-melding orgies. Hmm. I'm in. I'll leave it to your imagination. I'll also say this. So Brian Usna claims that he back-engineered the film's plot points based on special effects ideas or, like, gimmicks, um, stating he was more interested in the surrealism of the story than the logic, which really sums up the movie for me. If I didn't know any better and you told me this was a Cronenberg movie, I might believe you. That's how weird some of the special effects are. The practical effects are pretty amazing. You've seen this? I've seen the I've seen the portion of the pra- I've seen it like talked about enough that I oh, see okay. clips of it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. It. Um, I really like it. It's one of those obscure movies that are like starting to rise up to the top as years go by. People are starting to talk about it. But yeah, uh, I think Josh actually you'd like it. Okay. Um, but yeah, you you'll, you'll have to tell Is me. Is it just society or yep. the society? Society. Oh, society. Society. Nineteen eighty nine. Okay. Is it on Amazon? I think it might be on Amazon or Shutter. Okay. I'm not positive though. Um, but that's why it's my number two society. My number two is a 2014 film written and directed by Riley Steams called Faults. Now, let me spell that. 
F-A-U-L-T-S. Faults. Because it sounds like I'm saying like true or false. false. Like it's my fault. Right. It's your fault. Pluralized. So um, I'm cheating a little bit here. I'm not sure that this is kind of a horror movie. Kind, Kind of? I think so. I don't know. I watched it and there's like some horrifying stuff. I think I'd categorize it as like a horror movie too. But it's like it's like a half and half type of thing. So it's by the same director of the art of self defense, and yeah. I would say it's as much horror as the art of self defense, right? Okay. Which, which does like a horror have movie does have some horror parts right. in it. It's kind of like again like reality human horror. So this okay. is about a a girl who has joined a cult, and her parents are upset about it. So they hire this guy to deprogram her, and he kidnaps her. And he locks her in a hotel and he's going through like this process of deprogramming her. And her parents are in the next room. Yeah, over. her parents are in the next room over. There's a ton of weird and creepy shit that happens during it. Which it, it'd be hard one? not to spoil this uh, one yeah, without talking. I can't really talk. I can't it, yeah. really talk about it because it is it would be a super spoiler. Um I I will say it's it's kind of like this darkish comedy like situation there's some gruesome bits in it and there's a pretty amazing reveal yeah yeah that will kind of like blow your mind i like this movie okay. like all the way yeah through. yeah i is really like that amazon? director yeah huh. that director is awesome what is this one on amazon um i mean if I it is so. i might have bought it yeah but uh i don't know if it's free on amazon but worth a buy it's a really cool movie um really original i think and and again, like I kind of I love movies where like you're you're peeling away an onion and you're yeah. you know what I mean yeah. um, layer by layer. And this definitely has that, and it just has one of those endings again that you'll leave going holy shit, <laughs> kind of like that situation. So check it out. Fault my number two. All right, my my number one is Suspiria. Not it's the 2018 one. Um, the director I cannot pronounce the name. It's I don't even know if I'm going to try. Where's Josh's like Google pronounced? Yeah, it's it's I'd butcher it. I'll pull <laughs> um, it up in a second. So it's about you know a dancer, an American dancer who goes to Berlin, um, and she's in this dance company. Um, it has some really cool scenes, and I like the cinematography and the music, and it's got a lot of gore. It's got a lot of cool, gory scenes. Wait, is this the original? No, she, no. she said it was the other. Oh, is, the remake, sorry. Yeah, the remake, and it's it's pretty good. I I went into it thinking I wasn't going to like it, and it was pretty amazing. Tom York of Radiohead um, scored this movie. Oh, yeah. Really? I, I, I really, game. you know, I... The original Suspiria was a little bit of a rough watch. It's like super slow moving, but I do remember like the ending being like, I like that. Like that ending yeah. was really cool. See, and that's, this so one's this one looks ending. like it has more creepy stuff happening throughout to keep you entertained. Yeah, it, it does. It keeps you entertained. It, it really does keep you entertained. Um, like some gruesome things happen to the oh. dancers. and I didn't realize that Dario Argento co-wrote this one too. Oh really? Oh, cool. maybe maybe because maybe because he did the original. Probably they yeah. probably just credited him. Yeah, here's so. the the director's name. Luca Guadagnino. You see how? Oh, I, I, I was gonna say Luca. So Luca Luca Guadagnino. Oh, oh, so by, by the way, Faults is on Amazon Prime. Oh, nice! Yay! Um, yeah. So 
I just really liked the show. I liked this. The cinematography was really beautiful. The dance scenes were awesome. It, um, if anything could have used a remake, it was definitely that old Suspiria because it's a really cool idea. Yeah. And I would say that some would argue with that. Some people love Suspiria, yeah. the yeah. original, yeah. but, I, I, but I, I would agree with that. I haven't seen the remake. I'm interested in, in listening to the Tom York uh, doing the soundtrack. Cause, I'm, yeah. I'm right about they that, right? Get, I, can't. Uh, I, I believe so. I've heard that before. Oh, um, you're on the page. What? Um, yeah, it's just, it was really good. I think. And I have not seen the original. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. But I really liked it. I liked the ending. I thought the ending was really cool. Um, I don't know. I've never seen the original. I don't know if it's like the I think same you should story. watch it. It's one of those things. It's one of those things like it's such a big movie yeah, in, in, a yeah, hor- in the horror is. genre that you should definitely like check it what out. What did you guys not like about it? Was it just... It was really slow. And really? It was slow and confusing. Confusing. It's, it's like a, it's like a like surrealistic horror movie, which mm, I could kind of take or leave, to be honest. Um, except Color Out of Space, I guess, would be under that genre, right? Yeah, you're mm. right about the score. But, composed by okay. Tom York. Um, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe it deserves another watch. Could we me, we watched it like we were all kind of just like cracking jokes. That's true. I think I think if you were gonna watch this, this is one you need to watch alone and just yeah. pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Because that's maybe why it was confusing. Because we were just kind of like talking over it and kind yeah. of making fun of it. Well, then this one does have an. You know, it is a little bit confusing. I'm not gonna lie, but I think I get it in the end. And the end is so worth it. Like it's it's got some gruesome scenes and. That's why Suspiria is my number one. The 2018 version. 2018 version. All right. Um, I this might be one that that nobody, even the listeners, have seen. They've got to be like big movie buffs to like find this one. Um, I just watched it this week. Uh, it's a silent film from 1922, and it's called uh, Haxon, Witchcraft Through the Ages. Um, it's spelled. Sounds like a board game. H H A X A N. The first A has those little like two dots Haxen. above it. Haxen. What uh, um, country of origin is it? It's a Swedish Danish collaboration. Oh, nice. Um, it's a it's a really interesting movie. Uh, it's I haven't seen very many silent films to preface this. I've probably seen about five or six. But it's the first one where the director takes a very conversational tone um, that I've seen where he's like speaking to you with the title cards, mm-hmm. I believe is what they're called. Like he's um, narrating it? Yeah, but he'll it'll be a very conversational tone where he's like, I want you to notice this scene. Oh, like, interesting. I want you to notice. So it's like, a, yeah, it's, it's like a commentary. Yeah, so the the movie is divided into seven parts. And each part, um, it's part documentary of witchcraft. So he'll be showing like images of artwork uh, from like the 1500s and like show this guy was like depicting how they tortured witches and like he'll like point at like certain things and like talk about the art. And then he has a fictionalized dramatization that kind of like goes hand in hand with his documentary. That seems like pretty revolutionary for the time. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's actually really cool. I, I learned a lot. Um, and then, uh, here, let's see what I wrote. 
So yeah, he dissects like art and history, points out really cool things, really small details and all that. And then he'll weave those into his story and you'll like see how he uses like what he's researching. Like the historical facts. Um, The last part is really interesting where he like kind of goes back and looks at his story and is like, look at how barbaric and like crazy we were in those times. And then kind of compares them to current times. Well, current being 1922, almost a hundred years ago. Uh, but it's it's pretty interesting how uh, how similar I guess the world was a hundred years ago. The problems that he talks about are still very relevant today, and uh, which is kind of depressing, right? A little bit, but it was yeah. it was just really interesting. Uh, I don't think I've been as captivated watching a silent film as I've been watching this one. Looking and, through uh, some of the photos, like there's some creepy. There's some creepy imagery going on. Yeah, here. no, there's there's definitely it was actually banned in the United States when this movie first came out and heavily censored in other yeah, countries. It's, it's hardcore, man. Like there's like old torture devices. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. Um I kinda gotta watch this. So, but it's so a yeah, I'm, in, I'm interested he, in this. He talks, Josh. He, uh, he d- well, it's well, title it's cards. Title cards. Title so cards, there's okay. text cards and they're they, they didn't figure so, out how so to like incorporate sound. So they chop off someone's in foot it, yeah. and then they put a title card going, going "Owie." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a scene from the movie. No, just <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was banned in the United States and heavily censored in other countries for its graphic depictions of torture, nudity, and sexual perversion. Now, so watch this with a blanket over your lap. I will say the nudity is like its butts. But, like, but, but, oh, but, but, yeah, so 20th, so 19th century. Um, there's some boobies right there, but I guess that's a drawing. I, I won't expect everyone to, to like sit through an almost two hour silent film. Um, but there was some really great title cards at the end of the movie that I just want to read a couple of them. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of good. his conclusion. So he says. Centuries have passed, and the Almighty of the medieval times no longer sits in its tenth sphere. We no longer sit terrified in church, staring at the frescoes of devils. The witch no longer flies away on her broom over the rooftops. But isn't superstition still rampant among us? Is there an obvious difference between the witch and their customer then and now? We no longer burn our old and poor but do they not often suffer bitterly? Nowadays, we lock away the unhappy soul in a mental institution or if they are wealthy in a modern clinic. And so we console ourselves that the mildly temperate shower of the clinic has replaced the barbaric methods of medieval times. That was all in one title card? uh, It was in like... 10 okay. and he'll have like scenes in between okay them. i was but gonna say like, i'd have to pause that it's like a four minute segment um, that's awesome that's though cool. that's how it ends uh and yeah i just thought it was it was very profound um and yeah it was kind of like a little heartbreaking to see like those words are still applicable today yeah yeah, yeah. and so uh that movie was a trip and i highly recommend it if you're uh I guess patient enough to to deal Excellent. with the silent film. Where did you watch this, Josh? Um, it's on HBO Max. Oh, cool! Uh, okay, it's available cool. there. Um, I think you might also be able to get it through like the Criterion Collection if you have a subscription to that. Okay. 
This piqued my interest for sure. That is why yeah. Haxon is uh, my number one. The director is Benjamin Christensen. I don't remember if I said that or not. All right. My number one is House of the Devil. This is from Ty West, 2009. It takes place in 1983, and you would think that it was shot in 1983. Like, I knew that it was a new... I saw it when it first came out, so I knew it was brand new. But the detail that Ty West went into making it look like an 80s film is crazy. Even to the point where they go to this, like, uh, sandwich shop... And they had, and he, the, the, one of the characters has headphones, and it is so '80s headphones. You know, remember those little tiny like yeah. headphones that like have the red spongy fuzz, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cups he got like c- cups made that look like from the '80s. Like man, so much detail in this, and the way it feels, it actually to me it feels more like a '70s occult movie. It's 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 slower in pace. It's building character. It's building anticipation. And what it is, is this this uh, college girl is trying to find some work and she finds this babysitting gig and she goes to this house and they're cultists and I can't give away spoilers. But uh, she goes to this big, huge mansion to to babysit essentially and is thrown in the middle of this like cult. And it is, so I should say that it, like, it feels very 70s, 80s until like the violence is very modern. By that, I mean, like, done way better. Okay. I mean, I say way better, but there's, like, some really good stuff in the 80s. Maybe I'm yeah. saying more, like, 70s, which there's some good stuff in the 70s, but some of the earlier films, you know, the blood is, like, paint red, yeah. you know, and and uh, some of the gunshots aren't realistic, but this one is, like, really realistic. And if you don't like slow burns, I would stay away from it, but I think the payoff is well worth a slow burn. And that's why it's my number one, House of the Devil. My number one is something actually we've talked about a whole bunch, I think. Uh, 2018 Hereditary by Ari Oster. I was reluctant to put this on my list because we have talked about it in length, yeah. I think. I think yeah. we've really gone through like how amazing this movie is. I had the same thought. I was going to put it on my list. And I was like, well, well, I put it on there because when I think of occult movies, this is the first one. I'm it's like, so oh, good. Oh, my God. It's, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. And you know what Like I, I thought of was that end scene of like, that music just like pumping so yeah. loud and just like the reveal of everything that's going on. That freaks me out just thinking about it. Like yeah. it makes my tummy feel weird. So I had to put this on there. Like I said, I'm not going to go into like a, a bunch of details about it. You can go listen to best shows, but it's got to be my number one. It It's always yeah. going to until something. The day that something tops Hereditary for like my favorite Nicole film will I, be a magical I, day. I really think the scariest scene for me is when... Uh, the little girl, the driving scene. I won't oh, say anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's gut For me, it's that, like, last 10 minutes of the movie, man. There's so much yeah. scary shit that goes yeah. on in that. Like, it's a pretty slow burn. Like, there is stuff that happens through the movie. Yeah. But it is a pretty slow burn. But the last 10 minutes, it's, like, the most horrific shit you could ever imagine yeah, is happening. Yeah, it is. That, <laughs> that scene with the, with the drop-down ceiling leading to the attic, man. Yeah. Banging on that. Oh, my God. I'll never yeah. get that out of my head. Well, it's a slow burn, but with a horrific part thrown in the beginning. Uh, oh, yeah. sure, yeah. No, and, and it, slow burn in a good way, though, too. Yeah, because like, it's like a family yeah. drama almost. But, and right, you, yeah. And it's you building know? up the creepiness, yeah. too. It's like the creepiness is building up, and then it's just like a... It's like a fireworks finale, man. It's so oh good. My God, that poor, the poor son. Oh, 
So yeah, that's got to be my number one hereditary. Yeah. So let's mention. So let's do some honorable mentions. That would be an. That was on my honorable mentions list. Yeah. Uh, it would yeah. probably be on a top three. But like we stated, like we don't want to keep repeating stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead, Josh. Midsummer. Yeah. Uh, yep, would have been my number list. one. You know, but I've. I think it's been on my number one and like two other <laughs> lists. So I was all right with that. That movie uh, is so good. I got The Omen, uh, Richard Donner, the original, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Rosemary's Baby, Roman Polanski's. Uh, apparently, you guys uh, don't remember liking this. I, I remember liking it a little bit, uh, but it's just a Netflix movie. It's uh, Apostle. I need to like um, rewatch it or something because I literally I, have no memory. I've of never it. watched it. You did. We all. I think we all did watched we? it on a horror movie night. No, I wasn't there. I don't. It might have been one that. Yeah. That I mean, I, I remember really not liking it and i yeah. don't know why and like Lindsay, like it's almost like blocked out of my memory Which almost like a, a good sign it, yeah. it does get very tortury at the end if i'm remembering it right and the, uh, the torture was like pretty uh was it realistic pretty crazy um and then lastly i have the invitation another netflix uh, one uh kind of a, a different cult but still technically a cult it's not as like pagan or like i don't know as other cult mm-hmm. movies go i thought it it might be a little refreshing also on netflix okay i have i had rosemary's baby as well um and the sacrament which was already on a found footage list of mine but one that we all probably missed and i just thought of while we were doing this show and i think it would have it would have made my list i think it would have made Lindsay's list red state Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Would yeah. that be considered cult? Definitely, film, I guess. absolutely. Oh, yeah, 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 they're in a That's cult. About right? a yeah. cult. <laughs> it's about a cult, and this is from Kevin Smith, and he. Oh my god! This was his first trip into horror, the horror genre. Now, I actually got into an argument with a, with a coworker like way back um, about if this was like horror or not, and it's definitely horror. Yeah, and uh, I would discredit this person arguing with me because they were saying no horror is monsters and ghosts. No. And I was no. like, uh-uh. no. Yeah. <laughs> then one of Wes Craven's like all time like classic horror movie, uh, Last House on the Left, wouldn't be horror. Yeah. Because yeah. there's none of that in it. Uh, Red State's definitely horror. And it has no score. Yeah, really? which I thought you was know, interesting. This is like one of the fr- I I like some of Kevin Smith's movies. Not all of them, but like a, the majority of them, I think. And I think this was when this came out, I was like, Oh, this guy's for real. Like he doesn't just do con. Like he's good at what he does. When yes, he- yes, yeah. I it, think it I think amazing. he had. So I'm not going to quote him directly because I don't remember, but I remember him talking about it and basically saying like he started kind of like forgetting like how like how he was making good films in the beginning. Like he was sort of like trying to like be like you know one film was like oh I'm, tr- I'm kind of trying to be like. Judd Apatow in this and and he was he went back to basically his mentality of clerks as is like I want to make a movie that I want to make and make it the way I want to make it not think about the audience just something true to to my own art and boy did it work I love John Goodman in this movie too yeah oh yeah he's such a good actor and of course uh Michael Michael Parks yes Michael Parks yeah the late Michael Parks was amazing in this movie 
And it has sort of a Coen Brothers ending. It like does. it really reminded me of Coen yeah. Brothers at the end, how they sum everything up. Yeah. But I, I would highly suggest if I were yeah. would have remembered, it would have been, uh, been on, on my list. list. Yeah, probably yeah. too. Red probably State. Have you seen this, Josh? No, oh. I need you to watch to it. it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's brutal, man. Yeah. It's terrifying. It gives you that sick feeling in your stomach for it sure. Really yeah. does. And the ending is very, it shocks you. Yeah, it does. Um, so it's like about these kids that want to, um, I guess, lose their virginity. Yeah. And they find an ad of this like this woman that wants that's fine with a threesome. So the three friends go to have it, and then uh, they get drugged and taken to this like religious cult. It's light, loosely based on. Um, Gosh, what is that Baptist church that like are like kind Westboro? of Westboro? Yes, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, when I say loosely, I mean probably a little based. little tighter. Yeah, yeah. it no, is based on other it. than like the you know the sacrifice. Yeah, maybe. But Kevin Smith's buddy, who's a filmmaker, made this documentary called Small Town Gay Bar, and it was about a, a gay bar in a small town and the, like what kind of shit they had to put up with in this in this town, and he showed him tapes of his name fred phelps yeah i think so yeah or is it michael phelps i think that's you're thinking of the that's swimmer. the swimmer yeah fred phelps uh an interview with him and and he was like this guy's terrifying and he was convincing his friend um malcolm something to make this movie you got to make this movie and he's like i don't want to i don't want to make that movie and kevin smith's like oh i guess i will uh, funny note malcolm is is a, a gay man and he was sitting there interviewing Fred Phelps, right? Like one of the most like hateful people in America. Yeah, this is like the the God hates. Yeah. F God. word. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he said he didn't know how straight men dress. So he just put on like a bunch of like sports attire. And he's like, it probably wasn't matching. It was probably wearing like a Chicago Bulls hat with a, like a Lakers jersey. But he was sitting there and he was in and he he had asked like, Kevin Smith had asked him, like, how did you sit here while he was just, like, going on this hateful rant? He was like, I was staring at his grandson and and undressing his grandson with my eyes the whole time. <laughs> and I thought that was so great, you know. <laughs> Wait, how old is his grandson? Oh, yeah. older, older. Say, it when, sounds, you say, when you say grandson, that sounds really bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael Phelps is super old. The grandson yeah, yeah, was yeah. probably, like. Fred Phelps? Fred Phelps, Fred yeah. Phelps, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was, like, in his <laughs> late 20s, early 30s. I need to be specified. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, that sounds really bad. But, uh, you know, I'm a grandson. True. <laughs> Any other honorable mentions? Yeah. No, you guys kind of hit them all. Yeah, what about Hellraiser? That's a good one. Is that culty? culty? Yeah. yeah, I mean, the Cenobites are they're kind of, they're kind of a cult. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay, I'm in. Oh, that was a missed opportunity, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that will do it for us. Thank you for listening. Hey, if you want to email us some questions, comments, bobclubpodcast at gmail.com. Bob Club is a member of Pod Cauldron. Check out some other great Pod Cauldron shows, including Rabble, 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 a comedic look at current events, and Cards and Cubes, show about board games you didn't grow up playing. All right, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening.